Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, a Teen Mom Deep Dive podcast. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hi, Maria. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Liz. Thanks for having me here. Before we get started, Maria has a wonderful new jewelry line that uh-huh. I am obsessed with and just plug it and talk about it real quick so that everybody can go buy some from you. Okay. Thank you so much. It is Sienna Moon Jewelry and it's on Instagram, Twitter, and a website. It's just siennamoonjewelry.com. <laughs> I will tag you in, I'll tag Sienna Moon in this post when I post this on Instagram, but it's so cute. Uh, Maria's made me earrings and I just bought an anklet for myself because I'm having an anklet summer. Yeah. I'm going to have more anklets out too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but with that said, uh, you texted me yesterday and was like, Jade's life is the most miserable thing I've ever seen. And I was like, oh, great. Do you want to come on feathers in my hair? <laughs> and I was like, I've been dying for you to ask. <laughs> you haven't been on feathers in my hair in quite a while. You come on Liz Explains It All more, which if you guys are not patrons, yeah. you should go to patreon.com slash Liz Explains. Maria's done, I don't know, like four or five episodes with me that you can listen mm-hmm. to. And we're going to do an episode on Dallas Cowboys cheerleader eventually. Oh, yeah. Okay, I did watch an episode the other day that you were talking about. And yeah, those girls are very thin. It's uh, (laughs) They have public weigh-ins. And then in, in one episode, they bring a girl in and like, they're like, this is your weight. Is this your normal weight? Or like, can you lose weight? Are you, I was like, Jesus Christ. It's so yeah, bad. It's, it's so crazy. It's terrible. And Kelly, I was shocked at how thin she was in 2006 too. Yeah. I haven't watched any of the recent ones, so I don't have anything okay. to compare it to. Well, we'll save all of that for. Yeah. So that's a little sneak peek, but Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, (laughs) if you guys didn't know, is on Paramount Plus. The first episodes are from like 2005, so it's vintage. (laughs) Yeah. And I actually like know of a girl on that show. Oh, really? Well, Brandi Redman from Real Housewives of Dallas is in the first second of the first episode. (laughs) (laughs) You can't miss that. (laughs) No. Oh, because, you know, that's her claim to fame being a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Is she, she's not on the show anymore. Like Dallas mm, anymore. I don't know if she's coming back or not. I think she like quit, but then didn't, but then did. I don't know. I just don't keep up. I'm not watching Dallas. We're not supporting Me Dallas. Either. Cam no, is coming no. back on Dallas. So it's not, it's not getting talked about. It's not getting supported. Mm-mm. Nope. Canceled. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk about this show that is called Teen Mom 2, which uh, does not have a lot going on this week. <laughs> I have a question. So sure. when I was popping into the episode, I noticed Kale say somebody asked if she knew who Creed's dad was. Was she asking if her kids asked that? Did I you think, catch that? So when Creed was born, there was a lot of talk online that he was Javi's son, potentially. Um, oh. Mostly because, here's the thing with these rumors. I personally don't 
like them because they came about because Creed came out very light skin and people are like, he cannot have a black dad. Like there's no way he has a black dad that has to be Javi's child. He looks just like Javi, but like he doesn't look like Javi in the face. He just has a similar skin tone to Javi. So I really like ignored the rumors for quite a while because it's just, I don't know. I don't like paternity speculation based on somebody's race, especially when it's a mixed child. Like genetics are crazy, right? Like the baby can come out looking any skin color and the baby looks just like kale like the baby looks like yeah. Kalen. so it's he doesn't look like Javi he doesn't look like Chris but so I didn't like that but I will say that since then and what we've seen on the show it does seem like there was an overlap um between when she was fucking Javi and when she got pregnant like because she was like she you know she was or supposedly yeah. Javi was trying to have sex with her. She says she didn't have sex with Javi. Of course she did. I don't believe for one second that Kale turned him down. So like no, she has very sexual energy with her baby daddies in general. That's so true. Well, she because I think Kale only has sex with people that she like mostly hates. I think yeah. that's like the I don't think Kale likes to be with someone that she likes because I think she's so sick, right? Like I think mm-hmm. she's so dysfunctional. Right that she doesn't even recognize like this person makes me feel happy I think she only is like this person makes me feel good but the only way she feels good is by like intense chaos and hatred um so that's why her and Javi like go back and forth so much so I don't know could this baby be Javi's baby I guess I personally think that if Chris thought that baby wasn't his like they there would have been a DNA test and he wouldn't be claiming that baby like I right like I I don't think if he had I think if he had doubts he would not be claiming Creed as his child and I think the fact that he is is means that it is his kid and also it's like it it doesn't really matter like that right that's Chris that's Creed's father right like Chris is on the birth certificate. I think he even has Chris's last name unless she's since gotten it changed, which <laughs> she is one to do. Um, oh God. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't love to like speculate on it so much because I think it has a lot of racist undertones, but also like mm-hmm. it's messy as shit. So yeah, I just wondered if it, I, I couldn't hear who she said said that. So I thought she meant one of her kids after I think- that. And I was like, that is a wild thing for one of your kids to ask you. Well, I think there was, now that I'm remembering, I think when she tells the kid she's pregnant, they ask who it's with, mm-hmm. which I mean, makes sense because she's not really with Chris at that time. And like, they knew she was with Chris, but then not with Chris. And yeah, that is a wild thing for your children to have to ask who's the father of your new baby. Yeah. I just was like, whoa. <laughs> let's talk about Chris or let's talk about okay. Kale and Chris because Kale had, I mean, this is what I mean. Like I saw someone post on Reddit, like, does Kale have a fetish for being humiliated by Chris? And it's like, I, I don't know. They are so fucking toxic with each other. It is so weird to watch her get giddy about him giving her any attention at all. Oh, she loved it. She loved it when he was in the car. I was like, what is going on here? So this whole episode is Kale, um, like driving back and forth from Chris's house. (laughs) Yeah. Like literally that's all Kale's doing in this episode. She drops Creed off because I'm assuming he doesn't watch Creed either overnight or like for the full weekend time because he's still a baby. And I think that Chris doesn't necessarily have the capacity to be watching a baby overnight um, would be my guess. So she's like going to drop off Creed when she gets there. 
he uh chris asks if lux wants to go to lincoln's football practice with her i'm like that's kind of weird that he's like pawning off lux onto kale like he gets him every other weekend like why is he doing that and i just want to say lux is so cute it's so cute and you know i love him kale was actually being very motherly in this episode in a way that i found endearing um yes they don't show her doing this a lot i think she actually is quite like i've always said i think she's really good with her kids but her Mm -hmm. personal life issues are going to be their problems, right? Like her instability, the domestic violence, like everything that goes on in Kale's world, like negatively affects her children. But I think as far as like the actual role of parenting and like having a relationship with her children, she's quite good at it. Um, Well, her kids are really good. They're really good. They are smart and happy. They seem totally happy. But like, it would be crazy if we sat here and said like, Kale's life isn't going to affect these kids because she's a good oh, mom. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like she's okay. She's a good mom, but like she's not a good person. That that's exactly it. She's a good mom, but she's not a good person. I I especially think maybe as the boys get older, that will be even more of an issue. I think right now oh, she yeah. can shield them from a lot of it. Um, mm-hmm. but even and that, then having them on this show is just going to create even more problems for them in the long run, probably. I, yeah, I, I mean, it's basically child abuse to have a child on reality TV as far as I'm concerned. Oh my God, I can't even imagine. <laughs> but yeah, when Lux gets into the car, Kale's like, hi, like she was really cute with him. And I was like, oh, Kale is cute with her kids when they decide to show it. Uh-huh. But Chris shows up to put the baby in the car and at first they're not showing him they're just like showing the back of him and like even right when he puts the baby in the car he flicks off the camera there is kind of this like famous thing in reality tv that if you don't want to be on camera the way to stay like the way to get cut from an episode is to repeatedly curse because it like it fucks up the scene so much that like they talk about this on housewives or other shows where it's like if you don't want to be on camera just start saying fuck 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 over and over again because it fucks the scene up right like having to break that up so much so i think that's what he's trying to do and him and kale are just flirting and he's like i'll see you tomorrow and she's like when are you gonna see him tomorrow and i thought they're about to get into a fight like that yeah (laughs) Like it was full, they were like in full fight mode. And he's like, when I drop off my other son, she's like, well, he's going to be asleep. And that's when I thought they were like going to get into it. And then he like starts to laugh and she gets this like grin on her face. And I'm like, oh God. Yeah. They were flirting. Uh, I was like, do they still bang? Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. I thought so too. I'm positive of it. Like, uh, and it also to me, like, I don't know, it showed how gross both of them are but for what I like I know Chris has hit or Kale's hit Chris she claims that he's hit her whatever so leaving that all aside like this is very um how do I want to say this like it just it's so obvious that it's on Chris's whim right like Mm -hmm. she was so waiting for him to give signals for him to like start giggling with her he gets into the front of the car like it seems very I think it's always been like this like when Chris wants to be with her they're together and those vibes were like very evident to me in this episode that it's like Chris is totally in control and as soon as he's nice to her she's like straight in love with him again and lets him do anything Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I was like, these people are so toxic. <laughs> it's and it, they've been doing this for like six years at this point. Ugh. Well, I mean, she loves the drama of it, though. Yeah, that's a, she doesn't know how to be happy. I think right. She, um, oh my God, I forgot about this. So this week on her podcast, which I don't listen to, but somebody had posted in Reddit that she said this. So I went and listened to it. She was talking about trauma bonding and then calling it Stockholm syndrome, which I actually learned is like Stockholm syndrome is really misogynistic and based on like kind of bullshit, but either Uh way, um, she goes, I've written a novel about Stockholm syndrome that will be out next year. And she's like, because that's the relationship I had with my mom. And like, I think even some of my romantic relationships are like that. I'm like, go do therapy. Like, (laughs) yeah, go to therapy instead of writing a novel about it. (laughs) First of all, writing a novel, LOL. I know she's written multiple books, but they're like (laughs) memoirs about herself. And I'm sure she doesn't write them by herself. Also, Didn't like, I get you a coloring book of Kale yeah, once? Yeah, many years ago. Yes. <laughs> yes, you did. I, I bet I still have that somewhere. But <laughs> it's like the idea that she wrote a novel is very funny to me. By the way, there was like a scene earlier this season where Isaac was saying that he likes writing and Kale kept being like, where did he get that from? I can't believe he likes to write. I'm like, you're about to publish your fourth book, according to you. Like, She's writing a novel. <laughs> <laughs> not right like like she has cl- she claims this novel is fully written is the way that she sounds like she's like uh-huh. I wrote a novel it will be out next year which like I mean the state of publishing in the United States is so sad the fact that like these you know Caitlin can, yeah. or uh, Macy can put out a poetry book Kale <laughs> will be publishing a novel like it's like, what makes it a up. novel it's fiction, I guess. It's as opposed okay. to like the books she's written about herself. Okay. Like Hustle and Heart and whatever other fucking books she's written. I don't. Novel like, just sounds so pretentious to me. It does. <laughs> like the way that she's saying it. Like I've written yeah. a novel. Like I can't even. First of all, the idea that she's writing. So this is a novel she's written, then it's and about Stockholm Syndrome. It's obviously about abusive relationships. And one, it's like, I don't really want to read about abusive relationships with someone who has been arrested for domestic violence personally. Oh my God. Like, like that, that's not great. Like you're an abuser too, even if you have been a victim at times and too, like she is, she doesn't really know. She was reading off of like Wikipedia, what Stockholm syndrome is. It's like, don't write a book about something as serious as abuse. If you are not like, well, educated in the manner like in the matter so that you're writing a responsible book about it does she go to therapy ever yes so she claims she goes she's been in therapy for I think like two years now but I think it's just like talk normal talk therapy and it's Mm -hmm. not I like I I don't I think the reality is is like Kale needs to make major life changes and just like talking to a therapist I think maybe gives her some insight into what's going on but I think she has like no idea how to actually change yeah there's a lot of people like that I feel like yeah I mean look I therapy is great but like if when you have like a whole fucked up life like just going and talking to a therapist once a week like doesn't really do that much yeah she needs like intensive help. Yeah. Like she needs to go away for treatment or something and like yeah. really get intensive therapy where she can learn some more life skills. 
Oh, she's just such a mess. And watching like Chris gets into the car and Chris is on camera. I think this is the first time he's like fully on the show. I oh, can't, really? I can't. He like he's been in the background of other scenes, but I can't remember a time he's been like having a conversation on camera like that. And he's being like, fuck, 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 fuck. And Kale's like, they're going to put you on camera. And he's like, they're going to put yeah. you on TV. And he's like, no, they're not. And she's like, yeah, they were, will. They're just going to bleep all of that out. I, Chris, I, Chris confuses the shit out of me. Well, I, I think Chris, I think Kale's an abuser, but I also think Chris is an abuser. And so I'm actually oh, for sure. not that confused. He's just like getting off on like Kale giving him attention at whenever he wants it. I was just like very shocked by the whole interaction. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? His child's in the car and he's just like acting insane in the front. I didn't realize like that he hadn't been on the show. I guess because I didn't have MTV for a little bit. So I missed a couple seasons in there. Yeah, I figured like he'd been on it. And it's like everybody's missed a couple seasons. There's no need to watch the show. (laughs) It's the same show all the time. Also, like I forget how dark this show is. They really do like just like lay it all out there like with Jade's life and like I was thinking back to like Ryan passing out while driving and stuff like it is remarkably dark yeah for a hundred percent and you know what's sad is like it's not as dark now and I'm like I'm bored like right no one's like, passing out while driving so like no, what is there to say ex- there's nobody getting arrested like what right. are we doing here yeah like um Janelle her segments were terrible like that's what we all watched the show for though I know I miss Janelle in the show well I don't know I yeah I miss the idea of Janelle but I think if Janelle wasn't was on the show it wouldn't be what we wanted it to be because I think that David is like too controlling for to allow her to make good good as we know it reality tv yeah that's probably true He's, like he's I, like a nightmare. Yeah, like I think even if there was a world where Janelle was on, still on the show and David was as well, like I just don't think we would be getting good scenes from them because I think he would just like shut it down. Yeah. God, what a nightmare! Those poor kids at Janelle's. Now she's like doing pretty well on TikTok, which is weird to watch. Um, is she still doing the bikini videos? Oh, of course she is, which honestly I, I kind of like. They make people I like so it. mad. They make pe- people are so mad that Janelle's fat. Like it makes them so angry. She's not even like fat. She's just short and like, ga- I mean, right. she's gained weight. She's gained like 30 or 40 pounds, but also like, who cares? Like, wh- like hasn't everyone? Yeah. Like that's life. Janelle eats like shit and drinks all the time. Like, oh, sh- surprise. She's gaining weight in her thirties. Yeah. Like she was a naturally thin girl who never had the diet and then all of a sudden caught up with her of course she's gonna gain weight exactly and she's short and carries weight in her stomach which same Mm -hmm. like so she looks bigger than she is probably and Um, she has like four kids yeah I bet in person she doesn't look like like everybody's just like she's just not wearing flattering clothes and it's like who cares like like I Janelle is a monster person like this is not me defending Janelle but if Janelle wants to wear a low-cut bikini that looks like shit then like good for her yeah I love it I'm like you know what I'm happy for her in that regard yeah people can't stand um 
that people that aren't like constantly trying to cover themselves up or wear what we call flattering clothes. Like it really mm-hmm. makes people angry if fat people are like, well, I don't want to wear a one piece. Like I don't want to wear high rise. Like I want to wear this. This is what I like to wear. And people are like, no, that's not flattering. And it's like, okay, yeah. it doesn't make her look thinner. Like that's what, fla- by the way, that's like what flattering means. I hope everybody knows that. Like the concept oh, yeah. of flattering clothes is pretty much rooted in fat phobia. Like, look, I understand that there's stuff that looks better on some people than it does on other. I'm not saying like, if you think something looks flattering, you're being fat phobic. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But the way that we talk about the way that fat people have to dress, we're always like, just mm-hmm. find something flattering. I do it too. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm speaking for myself here. Like I know that I do this where it's like, just find something flattering, just find something flattering. And what we, what we're saying is like, make yourself look thinner. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. It's just like high-waisted, I have to wear like a halter top, like because I have broad shoulder. I know exactly what a flattering outfit is for myself. And sometimes I hate doing it because I'm just like, I just want to wear this. Yeah. Yeah. Why do we care so much? Oh, because of society. But yeah, so Janelle is Mm -hmm. wearing low-cut bikinis that don't fit and dancing on TikTok and making people mad. And it's like, look, you're a racist monster. I don't want you making any money, but it is funny watching people like lose their minds over it and I think the thing that a lot of like Janelle people that are so closely following Janelle I have people ask me all the time to like cover something that Janelle does and I'm like no I'm I really don't follow her anymore I don't watch her TikToks I don't look at her social media like there's nothing it's just all dark and boring to me and she's not on the show anymore so I don't feel like I need to keep up with her um but like people I, I think what people don't understand is like Janelle doesn't care and she's like always going to be a monster. <laughs> and this is what I didn't understand when I was like really into hating Janelle. I was like so obsessed with the idea of like her getting accountability and like something bad happening to her and like something bad has to happen to her because she's such a bad person. And then right. I realized like that just doesn't ha- like Janelle doesn't give a fuck. Like, yeah, like she is a she does not care about what anybody thinks of her in a lot of ways in that she's like, has no desire to be a better person and she's never going to try and be a better person. Right. And they're just people like that. You can't change. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I forgot to pause for an ad break. So we'll be right back. Okay. So off the topic of Janelle. Yeah. Kale is just, she's addicted to chaos. Oh, also she's in Dominican Republic right now. And oh, apparently really? she dropped Creed or something <gasps> and he had to get stitches and they went no. to a hospital. And I will say I was actually, she said that um, the doctor didn't speak English. I guess, I don't know if there's like nobody else in the room that spoke English, whatever. I mean, she was in a Spanish Spanish speaking country, right? It's not crazy right. to think that like, maybe she just like, wasn't that comfortable conversing with serious medical things with this doctor. Like she doesn't really speak Spanish. Maybe he didn't really speak English, whatever. And she actually called Javi and Javi translated for her. I was like, that was really nice of him. Yeah. That's a good idea too. Yeah. But I guess Creed had to get stitches on their vacation. Creed. I know they're going for like two weeks. It's a long time. Is COVID bad there? I, Kale doesn't, Kale's anti-vax. She doesn't care. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> So Kale's like full on, not wearing a mask, traveling without a vaccine. Ugh. I know. It's this so is the problem. 
seriously. It's like, please get vaccinated. Have you guys heard the the CDC spawn that I've been doing? I got um <laughs> like vaccine sponsors. It was amazing. Oh, I recorded yes. these ads for the CDC. And uh-huh. like, I was like, yes, I want to do this. The script was, the copy was weird. And I like was not allowed in any way to edit the copy, but I was like, what? Like I recorded something. I edited like two words. My network was like, you have to change those back. I was like, what? Like Aww. they were like, well, it's the government, like what they yeah. say you have to do. So I recorded them, but I was like, this is like my dream sponsorship to like encourage people to get the vaccine. Oh my God, I do that good for, for free. you. See, I listen, I think I listen on Patreon, so I never hear your mm-hmm. ads. Yeah, if you listen through the solid listen Patreon, you won't hear my ads. And also, like, if you're a normal person like me, I do not listen to podcast ads. Skip, 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 skip. Like, as yeah. soon as I come on. I have no patience for ads of any kind anywhere. <laughs> I have a bug problem with, um, like, YouTube ads on workout videos. You know what's sick? I have YouTube premium because I fucking hate ads. I pay well, for YouTube premium. That's unhinged. I have YouTube TV. Can I like, is that involved with that? I don't know, but I pay like $11 a month and I never have to see a, an ad on a YouTube video. And also the nice thing is I can like turn the screen off my phone and the video still plays. Okay. So that's worth it. I have to get that. Yeah. It's worth like, I, <laughs> I cannot, my coworker was talking about Hulu ads the other day and I was like, I signed up for ad-free Hulu the first day that they put yeah, it I out. Too. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, like no. Uh, like, I, I cannot do it. I have no tolerance for ads anymore. It's in, like when I watch football or I happen to watch something on live TV, it's like infuriating. Yeah, ads are terrible. Yeah. Um. So yes, Kale is super dysfunctional. She loves Chris. She wants to be with Chris, but she also hates Chris. And it's very clear that Chris holds, well- it's interesting. Chris holds all of the emotional power in their relationship. And I think Kale holds all the parental power in their relationship. And they just battle those two yeah. things. And they're going to torture each other for the rest of their lives. Yeah. I think until Chris, like, I think if Chris gets like a serious girlfriend and like truly decides to cut Kale off, but I also think he probably won't do that because abusers don't like to do that. You know, like Mm -hmm. they like to have their victims still like at arm's length, no matter what. And I think Kale on the other side, like if she gets into a serious relationship, it's probably never going to be a healthy one unless she gets, makes major changes in her life because unhealthy people can't be in healthy. I don't want to say like that. It's too boring. Yeah. I like, I don't, I'm I'm not saying that like, if you have mental health issues, like you can't be in a happy relationship. I think that's bullshit. I don't really love the, like, you can't love anybody else. If you don't love yourself, I don't think that's necessarily true, but somebody like Kale who thrives off toxicity, like, and you are toxic. Yes. Having a regular relationship is boring. (laughs) Exactly. Well, and who would date? And like, this is the same thing with like Janelle, Kale, Amber, where people are like, they just need to get like a good boyfriend, like a good person will not date them because they are not good people. Well, and they won't like a good person. Yeah. Even if somehow Kale like stumbled into a good person, she would be so bored. Yeah. It's boring. Ugh, it's so sick. Um, okay. So <laughs> that's it for Kale. Let's talk about Ashley. Okay. Um, so here's my question. I, I do like Ashley and Barr on Team Mom too. I think they're mm-hmm. doing a they're a fine addition, right? They're as good as anybody else coming on. Exactly. My thing with Ashley or this week, so basically the focus of this week is that Ashley is getting her uh, associate's degree 
and Barr is in college because he passes GEDs, like doing some community college classes. My question is like, why? Like Ashley keeps saying it's important for Holly to have two educated parents. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't disagree with that notion, but as far as I know, like Barr's never even had a real job that he's been able to hold on to for a significant amount of time. And I just don't understand the rush of like, okay, you have your GED. Now you have to go to college when Barr hasn't been in school. I mean, I think Barr's like 25 ish, 24, 25. Barr probably hasn't been in school in almost 10 years. Like to to start in COVID with online classes, like it just doesn't, what Barr needs is like in class, in person, like remedial community college, one class, like the most basic, like English class that you can take where he can like learn to develop school skills again. I think people forget, like not everybody knows how to be a student and like have the skills. And I know it's like, how could you possibly miss a midterm? But like Barr hasn't been in school in so long. And even when he was in school, he probably wasn't a very good student. Hence why he dropped out. And like, he, I think he probably just doesn't know how to manage his time. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just proud of him for like getting his GED and like trying to not drink as much alcohol. Yeah. I did like that when he's like, well, I'm not drinking as much. I'm like, okay. I feel like he's making strides in COVID. He is. I, yeah, he's definitely doing a lot better than he was. I just, I'm like, how about like, instead of going to college right now, you go and get a job. And you work like I understand he makes his money off of teen mom and he probably makes money on Instagram. It's not about money, though. It's about the fact that like I don't think bars ever had to show up somewhere at nine o'clock in the morning and leave at five or whatever the shift is Mm -hmm. show up at 3 p.m. Leave at 11. Like I don't think he's ever worked a solid eight hour shift job for more than like a couple weeks or months at a time. And it's like, how about instead of like just throwing yourself into college, like go work a job for a year and like learn responsibility and time management and then try college and and an in-person as basic of a class as you can get, like get the, the resources on campus, like the tutors and the, the school skill classes that you can take. Like, I think a lot of community colleges even have like, um, like a college 101 type of class where they mm-hmm. like teach you how to be a college student. And I say this as somebody that has learning disabilities and like I had to learn this in sixth grade. Like I didn't know how to study. Like it doesn't come naturally for everyone. Like I know people that it comes naturally to are listening to this and are like, I don't really understand why he just like can't take the midterm on time. And it's like, I don't think he truly knows how. Yeah, no, I totally get it. Cause I have like ADD and like I struggled through school like when I was like in my younger years in college I really didn't but I think I had to learn that but like I totally understand it's like sometimes it's hard to learn how to take a class yeah I think it's also hard like if you've never worked or like I wonder if he should go to trade school because I feel like those are all day yeah maybe a trade school would be better for him or it's I mean, it to me, it's also probably like, does Barr want to be in college? Like, I think yeah. he likes the idea of like being educated. And I think Ashley's like very much on this trip of like, we have to both be educated. But it's like, does Barr need to be educated traditionally? Like, how about he finds some sort of trade he wants to do? And like, go to benefit him in the long run. Yeah, go to school More for that. Like- 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, more than like getting an associate's degree and whatever, like in basic liberal arts studies. Like I, I don't know. It just seemed like a rush. I get, I get why Ashley wants him to do it. I think Ashley, in a lot of ways, is kind of like an idealist, where she's yes. like, "We're gonna do this. It's gonna work out like this, and it's gonna happen like this." And her life is fucked up because that never works. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> she's always relying on that to work and like hoping that's gonna work, and it never does. It never will. And I think that in her mind, she's like, okay, Barr got his GED. Now he's going to go to college. Then he's going to get a job. And we're just going to be normal, traditional people. And it's like, I don't think that's in the cards for Barr. No, I don't either. But, you know, I really want him to succeed and to try a trade school. (laughs) Barr has a very baby-like quality to him that makes me want to root for him. I know, I do too. Like, even with his face tattoos, I'm like, oh. Oh, he put, he started getting removal. He posted on Instagram that he had his first removal appointment. Oh, that's nice. Good for him. He's getting his life. He's trying. He, he is. And like considering Barr's mom, you know, I, I just think there's something like very, what was her name? Shen. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I remember we did a, a young Young. and pregnant episode. Yes. Back in like 2018. (laughs) Young and Pregnant supposedly coming back at some point. They filmed a new season, but. Oh, yes. I don't know. Um, So, uh, oh, and and Ashley is about to graduate with her AA and then she's going to go on and get, become an RN, which is like, good for you. I have, my old roommate is an RN and she's in grad school now. And she says that like at this, in this day and age, you should go for your BSN, which is your bachelor's instead of just your RN, because just having an RN can prevent you from getting hired. But I just think Ashley completing something is really good. Yeah. I'm really proud of her. And she's so pretty. She's so, all I can think about when I see her, I'm like, she is so pretty. Ashley is like pretty enough to be an Instagram girl without Mm -hmm. being on MTV. And it's such a contrast to the way that everybody else on the show looks. Oh yeah. I love this show because everyone has like lashes. They have like BBLs and they're all in pajamas all day. (laughs) No, (laughs) they all always look like shit. I know, but they have like the butt lift, the boob job. That I think that's probably the other reason that we like on top, Ashley has a beautiful face, right? Like just yes, in general, she, she has a beautiful She's face. Just gorgeous. Yes. Like I said, I think in an alternative universe, Ashley could still be in a girl that had like 20,000 Instagram followers, you know, like just being a hot oh, girl, sure. like doing hot girl <laughs> shit on Instagram. Like I'd follow I, her if she wasn't on the show for sure. Yeah. I think so, I did start following her when I didn't know who she was. And I was like, this girl's really pretty. Yeah. So she would be good at that, like regardless but I think the other reason that we think she's so pretty is that Ashley like never really gets on camera looking messy. Like she always mm-hmm. has a full face on. She always, even if she's in sweat, she's in an outfit. You know what I mean? Like she's in a matching yeah. outfit. Her hair is always done. Like it's very rare that we see Ashley on camera looking like Kale or Jade presents on camera. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> like she's always in a nice outfit I I just think she like stands out a lot compared to the way everybody else on the show looks mm-hmm. yeah and does she have a lot of work done I don't think she does I don't think she does I think she, she got a, seems naturally like 
it's good. I'm trying to remember if she got a boob job, but mm, I can't remember. She may have had a boob job. I can't totally remember. Well, why wouldn't you get a boob job if you could just get a boob job? <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame her for that. I've had a boob job. Yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> say that as an insult. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I don't think she's had, like, face work done, though. I don't think of a boob job as having work done, but I'm also unwell. So You are. <laughs> yeah. And I your, earn it. That's just your opinion on that does not count. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm happy for Ashley that good things are going on, but I'm also oh, also Holly is just the cutest child on this show. Oh yeah, I agree. Her like every time she speaks, it amazes me how clear her speech is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm proud so of all of them. Yeah, I am too. They're a lot better than they were like last time they were on the show although yeah bar was arrested not that long ago for something oh, with really? a gun but we haven't oh. like heard any follow-up on that so i'm not sure what's going on well we're trying to root for you bar so clean it up <laughs> <laughs> all right um i don't really want to talk about leah necessarily but i guess we have to well i mean okay i'll just ask a couple questions because i have a couple questions <laughs> she like I'm so sorry she has a tumor I hope she's doing okay but I was like who is Kathy don't know oh okay no I didn't answer. know if it was common knowledge if people knew who Kathy was no was not sure <laughs> no answer and oh my uh Leah announced that she is going to be doing let me hold on I have to read this I posted okay. on Instagram so I have been like as I've talked with you guys about I've been noticing that Leah has been like cleaning up her social media, like trying really hard to be an influencer, like a ton of professional photo shoots and all these grid posts and like trying to get engagement. It always confused me because she wasn't really doing ads, but everything looked like an ad, but I could tell it wasn't an ad. Um, But I was like, I wonder what she's going to try and do. And so apparently Leah Messer is planning to launch empowerment brand and podcasts. Go higher with purpose. Now, what's an empowerment brand? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. And this Um, is uh, apparently what it's going to have. Leah's brand will include personal coaching services in the field of healthy living and health education, women's interest topics, empowerment, lifestyle, wellness, personal development, entrepreneurship, and self-sufficiency. Um, she also will wait. This is her brand will include a website about these topics as well as self sufficiency, self reliance, preparedness, sustainability, and survival training. So, what's her like um, qualification? None. Her qualification <laughs> is being on the show, Teen Mom. I um, love people when they have like a career coaching or some kind of wellness <laughs> brand, and I'm like, okay, so what school did you? <laughs> like, why? Why would I come to you? Yeah, really. What job have you had, Leah? <laughs> uh, being on TV? Okay. Leah Relatable. did this like cult like seminars that I guess she graduated from. So she like I like she is doing better as I always Robin. say. Like I'm not. I'm never like denying the fact that Leah's doing better, but like sure. life coaching about no, girl no. about what? Yeah, like what? No survival <laughs> skills. Is she out there, you're going to be a doomsday prepper? Like, are we going to do self-defense? Like, you what know, does maybe, that mean? You know, maybe she does like live in the woods, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe survival skills. Like if yeah, you want to be a doomsday prepper, like influencer. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Let's, I want to go into these healthy living. Like 
no offense, but I'm not sure how healthy Leah is. Like Leah, I'm not sure if Leah eats a balanced diet. You know what I mean? Like once Leah on Kale's podcast, I did listen to this. She said the reason that she stays thin is because she's a vegetarian. And Kale's like, yeah, but don't you like eat a lot of pasta? And she goes, I know, but it's because I'm a vegetarian. It doesn't matter what else you eat. She's a vegetarian. She's she's naturally thin. She said that bold faced that because she's a vegetarian, she's able to like keep weight off and eat anything she wants as long as there's no meat involved. It's like, yeah, that's called your genetics, babe. That's terrible eating. And I did see a lot of gluten on that table when they were all eating because, you know, I have an eating disorder. And so I was looking at that. Like it was fine. Every, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like she was feeding them icing like she has in the past when they let Addie just eat icing straight out of the container, which is something I like to do. She's doing way better. But like, why, just because she's thin doesn't mean she like knows how to have a healthy living brand. She absolutely does not. She knows nothing about nutrition. And I would like for her to get some classes on nutrition. She says she works out and I'm like, okay, I guess. Like, I feel like I've never seen her work out, but who knows? You know, she has a life outside of Instagram and the show that we don't see. Okay. But like, no, I want to see her work out. There's a difference between like eating decently, like staying in shape, going to the gym and knowing how to be a coach for those things. She doesn't look like she, like, there's nothing about her that like screams fitness to me, I guess is what I'm saying. Like she doesn't have particularly defined muscles or arms. Like, and I hope everybody understands, like, this is so not an insult towards towards Leah. Like she looks healthy. She looks good. She's been wearing cuter clothes this season. We know she's been rocking a ton of makeup. Like she looks like she's feeling good about herself, but like, I don't, go to the personal trainer that just feels good about themselves. I go to the personal right. trainer that has a knowledge of fitness and understands how to work out. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Yeah. And like, okay. So health education, bitch, what you're going to educate me on the health. She's For- just going to be like, cut out all protein. <laughs> Leah that had no health insurance until a, a couple months ago is going to educate us on health education. Oh my God. I would like to know what she considers women's interest topics. <laughs> God. Also, these words mean nothing. Empowerment, lifestyle, wellness, personal development, entrepreneurship, and self-sufficiency. Those words all mean nothing. No. <laughs> I'm very tired of this like business cult- coach culture where we're giving people money to like give us no information that have no training on things. Like I hate it. So Leah much. is fully doing, um, and this is very on brand for Leah, like 2013 girl boss shit, <laughs> even yes. though it's 2021 and like no critical thought, I guess is what I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. which um, shouldn't be surprising for Leah that she doesn't have a lot of critical thought because she's not that deep, which is another reason why <laughs> this whole thing is just so silly because it's like, she's not even saying words like that mean yeah. anything. She's what? those services that she's offering mean truly nothing. Like, can you show me a business plan? Like, what are you talking about? What is she going to talk about on a podcast weekly? She tried a podcast before she wasn't very good at it. It didn't last that long. It just is so it's, I wish like if she was actually going to do this, she'd be partnering with someone who's like a little more in the know of what we're currently talking about in 2020. That would be a good idea. Yeah. She needs a partner if she's going to do something like this. But, you know, to be 10 years behind is kind of on brand for Leah. Exactly. So, 
you know, we just got to meet her where she is. <laughs> uh, she really is discovering something 10 years old and it's taken her a while to get there, but I'm happy for her. Yeah. I'm glad she's there. <laughs> I'm glad that Leah, like she really does seem so much happier and she likes herself so much more and she has so much more self-confidence, but mm-hmm. it's like, just because it, okay. Just because I like stopped doing drugs doesn't mean that like I should be running a rehab with no, right. With no training because I stopped doing drugs. You know what I mean? Or just because somebody loses weight, that doesn't mean they should all of a sudden become a dietitian and just be like, just because Leah has like figured out how to be happier doesn't mean that now she has like an authentic brand to sell anybody. Like bloggers do this all the time where they're selling like coaching and brands. And it's like, these don't mean you're not selling any you're not selling a product she's selling access to herself would be my guess yeah it just it seems kind of scammy yeah yeah because like a very caroline calloway-ish yeah i i would say more like um i'm trying to think of like like a mommy blogger that's decided Mm -hmm. to sell classes on like how to run a blog yeah (laughs) like it's that for sure I think we should all stop doing that. Yeah. Like, but like I said, it's very on brand for Leah because it's pretty dated, everything that she's doing. Well, I hope, you know, I wish, I hope it goes well. Yeah. I saw that she also is getting her real estate license, which I think is probably oh, a good, good idea for her. I did that. <laughs> Look at us. You and Leah, <laughs> girls together. Um, Girl boss. But like, that to me, I think is a really good idea because she is notable. And when you have mm-hmm. like a lot of people that have public persona, like retired athletes like, will go into real estate because people will contact them because they know about them. You know what I mean? Like it does give you a leg up to have like a large Instagram following and to be notable and I think Leah is very nice and she's personable. I don't know how much she would like be good at the actual sales, but I think she could maybe learn. Like, I think real estate agent would be a good career for like a post teen mom career for Leah, not whatever this wellness bullshit is like focus on something real. That's like sustainable and like something tangible that you can do in a post teen mom world. No, I agree with that. And I think you, you can make a decent living in real estate. Yeah, of course you can. So, I mean, that's much better than what she's currently trying to do. (laughs) And I think she's in a small pond. She's a big fish in a small pond. She's probably one of the most famous people in the state of West Virginia, if not the Mm -hmm. most. So probably, yeah. I bet a lot of people would contact her to be their real estate agent. Yeah. Just for the thrill of getting to work with Leah from Teen Mom. But like, who cares? You're going to sell a house and make that money? Good for you. And she could also just do an MLM. Well, she's tried a million of those. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe that's can't. Work she can't stick with them. I think that Leah um, doesn't have a lot of follow through. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need it, Leah. It's okay. <laughs> in, in this episode, she basically is just talking about like the, the surgery she's going to get and she's talking with the girls about it. And it's just so weird the way she talks to her kids. She Addie is basically being like, you're going to die one day. Like when I know. you're old, you're going to be dead. And it's like, okay, you're performing for the cameras, whatever. And then Leah goes, I'm going to live a very long and prosperous life because I keep up with my health and wellness. I'm like, who are you talking to? Yeah. Like what? 
there's something so unnatural about these scenes she's been having with the girls this season where it's like she's preaching at them not talking to them like they're just her kids and she's their mom yeah it's probably all like rolled into this wellness thing she's doing yeah she's branding herself Mm -hmm. exactly Uh, all right let's move on to Brie who this was kind of tough to watch Brie this Mm -hmm. week um you know Lewis has been coming around more because Roxanne called his mom and cursed her out I guess oh (laughs) is apparently what happened um which is interesting but he's going to be coming over that day and poor Stella just has like a total meltdown about it and like doesn't want to see him and I don't know like I do feel for Brie here because like I don't know what the right like is Stella having a meltdown because she doesn't want to see Lewis or is she having a meltdown because she's four yeah that's kind of what I have in my notes too I was like is this the right thing to do I like I honestly don't know I would need a lot more information I mean we don't really like have that much information about that like Lewis does Stella doesn't really know Lewis like he's Mm -hmm. basically a stranger to her but it does she but like a four-year-old do you go by like I don't know if she's like is saying in her meltdown like I do not want to see that man specifically because I don't trust him I don't know him and I don't want I'm not interested in him being my dad I don't know four-year-olds can really have that (laughs) that clear of a thought but if she's doing that or if she's just like in a bad mood like Brittany said earlier like in the beginning of the scene that she was having like a crazy day and like was she just melting down because she was melting down I think that it's easy to kind of look at that scene and be like Stella wants nothing to do with Lewis how dare you make her see him but I like I don't know if she's old enough to like act. I don't know if four-year-olds are actively old enough to be like, I do not want to see that person ever. Yeah. I don't know. Cause like, I mean, she probably was just in a bad mood. Yeah. But I would need, like, I just need, I would need to watch this relationship play out a little bit longer. I mean, there's nothing to watch because she doesn't see him. Like I, yeah, I do think that, Brie does need to make a decision like is he going to be in or is he going to be out I get why she struggles with that I I can imagine that it's very hard to just like totally cut it's a big decision to make right like to not let your Mm -hmm. kid's father come around anymore and that's like something that she I guess the thing is like when Stella's older she's going to have to answer for whichever decisions she makes, which is going to be like, why did you let him come in and out of my life? Or why did you not let him come around at all? And I can understand why that's like a hard choice for Brie to make. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if like, is he on drugs or something? No, I think he's just a loser. Oh, okay. Well then maybe give it a shot. Yeah, like he's not dangerous, I think. I get what, like, is he an addict? Like, he's an alcoholic? Like, is it not safe? I don't think it's unsafe for Stella to be around him physically, which is probably okay. another reason that it's hard, right? Like, right. there's no, like, it's not like Adam Lynn, like Chelsea's baby's father, who yeah. is, like, unsafe for Aubrey to be around. Like, that is a lot easier. It's like, okay, well, he's in and out, and, like, she physically cannot be around him safely. So it's easier to cut him out than Lewis, who's just kind of a bum mm-hmm yeah that's hard and like you know Devoin 
Nova's father was in and out for a really long time. And now it seems like he's a lot more present. So I'm mm-hmm. sure she's like, well, if I cut, like if I had totally cut off Devoin, who by the way, we're calling Devoin, not Devon, because Devoin is actually his name and what he likes oh. to be called, but did okay. not um, ever like correct MTV or anybody. So they call him Devon on the show, but apparently his name is Devoin. So I've been making a conscious effort to call him that because I think you should call people what they want to be called. Did you um, know that Travis Kelsey's last name is Kelsey? I just saw that the other day. I just saw that the other day too. I was like, mm, that seems unright. <laughs> I know. I was like, no, no, you're Kelsey. That's what we call you. <laughs> yes, I did see that. And was very confused. I was like, is he fucking with people? Like, I kind of think I he's fucking with people. Like, he's a jokester for sure. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but then I well, like Patrick Mahomes was tweeting about it too, and he was like, I had no idea. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, do you remember Facebook used to like let you put a name pronunciation? Yes. Like, I always had mine. I think it's still up there because I never took it down. I think it's it's like the way that you pronounce it lies then lie. Like, like just because <laughs> I thought it was funny because it's like I have a very easy to pronounce name and I just thought it was funny. So I wonder if that's what he's doing. I kind of think that's what he's doing. Maybe. I mean, he's I been know. interviewed how many times? And he would have never corrected them ever? Well, I think that he said that his dad says Kelsey, but the rest of his family says Kelsey. That's bizarre. So I don't know. I really That's don't know. very weird. Um, so yeah, so Devoin, I think that she's like, well, Lewis was in and out, so I don't know. Or Devoin was in and out. By the way, I know that everybody sees this episode and they're like, oh my God, Stella loves Devoin so much. Like that's her father. Like guys, come on. Let's, Stella likes Devoin because she knows him. He's like a fun, he's like a cousin to her essentially. You know what I mean? And she's four. She's four. (laughs) He's nice. She's always really liked him. He's nice to her. I did see on Father's Day that he had Stella out with them too, which is great. Um, Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of people be like, that's her father figure. I'm like, I don't think so. Like, I think Stella just likes him like a kid likes an adult that's close to their family that she knows. Right. Like, I think it's really nice that she likes him. And I think it's cute that like when he drops Nova off, she wants to go see him and like give him a hug. But I don't think he's like a substantial figure in her life. I think that um, Devoin benefits from us expecting fathers to do men to do nothing like the bars in hell type of thing yeah so like uh-huh. we see him pick up Stella and we're like well that's Stella's real dad like fuck yeah me. no like, I think Devo- so. Devoin Stella's father like on father's day on reddit <laughs> on reddit somebody posted the pictures of them being out and people are like I don't understand why Brie doesn't acknowledge the fact that Devoin fathers Stella and it's like because he doesn't like he's a he nice person essentially an uncle or a cousin like you wouldn't just because like your kid love like like someone in your family doesn't make them their father well does um Stella's dad pay child support or anything on and off like a Kate when he's working it does seem like he will send money but then I think it will like randomly stop you know like I think he'll send like 200 bucks a week for like three months and then just like not send money for a year type of thing Okay. Well, like that's an easy way to get like full custody of a child is if they're not paying child support because then they have to pay back child support. That's what my cousin did with her kid. Yeah. Like, her baby daddy couldn't 
couldn't buy his way into not giving up the baby for adoption type of thing. Yeah. I, so I'm curious. So she keeps talking about terminating these rights. I personally don't think she'll be able to, cause there's not like an adoptive file. Usually yes, the state what, won't yeah. terminate like a, a parent fig, like a parent's rights, unless there's somebody willing to adopt them. Um, but like, I, I don't really know when she's like, I, I want to talk to the lawyer about my options and what I should do. I'm like, maybe you should talk to a therapist about what you should do. Right. Like, That's like, probably where we need to start. <laughs> like, she's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's best for Sel, which I, once again, like, I, I think is a very reasonable position for her to be in. Like, I don't think it's unreasonable for her not to know what to do in this situation, but I don't think the family law attorney will be giving you personal advice on if you should terminate a father's rights or not or if you think if that lawyer thinks they should be coming around or not like you should go see a therapist who can like play with Stella and like give you advice on what they think is a good way to like have like the best option for Stella yeah no I agree Bree's boyfriend came on camera in this episode it's um I thought that was so messy <laughs> he so it's hard like it's hard to look at someone with face tattoos and an ear tattoo and be like, this person is serious, but he is a tattoo artist. So he is in the one field where it's like fine to have tattoos all over your face. Um, and yeah. still like be successful. One of the only careers. Bree's just such an awkward person. And I think he's also a very shy and awkward person that they seem so awkward together on camera. Uh-huh. No, I agree. I was like, what? And she's like, I just want him to come over because he's a father and he'll have advice. And he's like, yeah, you just do whatever's right. I'm like, That's not I advice. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was such a weird conversation. It was so weird. But I really do think like it's, Brie does a lot better in, like Brie is not very good in scenes when she's with another awkward person, which is why her scenes with her mom or her sister are really good because they're funny mm -hmm. and loud and they lead the conversation and Brie only has to like sit around and say a couple words while they're like being the stars of the scene. And when it's yeah. Brie and somebody else that's awkward, it's, it's tough to watch. It really is. It's hard. By the way, I was but I do really, like her mom. I, yeah, her, her mom is, her sister is, be, Britt was being like, uh, keep, like high key funny in this episode. She was being, oh, peak uh -huh. is the word I'm looking for. She was being peak Brittany. Um, I will say that watching Brie yell at Stella was like very uncomfortable because I don't think we've <sighs> ever seen her yell at her kids on camera. Like she's mild -mannered. I did not like it. Of course <laughs> she yells at her kids. Every, I, like to me, that was uncomfortable to watch mostly because we were watching somebody on TV yell at their kid. But I think like, as far as like, I don't think it was like the best way to treat Stella. You know what I mean? No. But I think it was more just like, it wasn't actually that bad. It was just very uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. I just, I didn't like it. Yeah. Like I don't ever like to watch a parent yelling at a child. It's hard to watch. Mm -hmm. It's hard to watch. It really is. I was like, Ooh, I think why I'm like, not that concerned about that scene is like, I, I don't think we've ever seen Brie yell at one of the kids before. I don't think Brie's a yeller. Like, I think that this mm -hmm. was a pretty rare moment. Like, I, I don't think that that is how she talks to her kids most of the time. I think she really just had like a, a loose, she was just like, I can't think of the word I'm trying to say, but I think she just She's had like an off moment. <laughs> It happens. Yeah. <laughs> Poor little Stella with the tears running down her face. I know. That made me so... I know, like, since I had Hudson, like, I am such, like, a soft deep to all that stuff now. 
And so I was just like, oh. yeah, but then we'll talk to you in three years when Hudson's four and you're going to be like, oh yeah, I screamed in his face yesterday. <laughs> I know. But to me, I'm like, I could never. Because he's so cute and little and he doesn't talk yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He hasn't laid on the floor and screamed no yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's coming for sure. <laughs> it just seemed like a bad parenting moment, but I don't think that makes her a bad parent, I guess is no, what I'm trying to say. You know, life is hard. <laughs> it's hard to parent. It's hard. She doesn't know what to do. I think she is really in over her head when it comes to Lewis. I would really like Brie to see a therapist, like a, yeah, like a therapist too. that specializes in like how to deal with an absent parent for both Stella, for Stella, but also a lot for Brie. Cause like I, she just doesn't know what to do. I know. I feel for her. But at least she has, at least she has her mom and her sister. That's like, I feel like that helps. It does. Like she, no, that's why it's sad for Stella that her dad is not around. It's a court of course sad, but I think the reason it's not as sad for me is because I know she has such a strong family despite that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Let's talk about, I wish the best for them. When we're talking (laughs) about bad parents. Oh God. Okay. Nightmare. (sighs) Okay. I, Jade and Sean are upsetting to watch. The way they treat Chloe, who is, it's so sad because, okay, I get, like I I was just saying, I get why she flipped out at Stella. I don't think Stella has meltdowns a lot. Like, I think that was out of character for both of them. But the way that they freak out about Chloe literally just acting like a toddler is upsetting. No, I hate it. I feel like they're like kind of abusive in their language. Yes. Her. Yeah. I think. Okay. I want to, I get, I agree. I think that they are, I think it's um, abuse. I feel like that's it's a like, strong word for what I'm trying to say. I th- And I don't yeah. think they're doing it out of malice. I think that they have no fucking idea how to be parents. And I think yeah. that they are so in over their head that they just resort to yelling. I don't think they have any parenting skills. Is that abusive? Like, yeah. I don't think like Chloe, I, I think it will get there eventually when Chloe gets bigger and if she gets worse, you know what I mean? Like as she mm-hmm. just is a kid, like I, I just don't think nothing that we see of Chloe's behavior seems that bad. No, I thought she was kind of like, just like, how old is she? Three, four. Yeah. She's like, three. she's like normal. For yeah. That. And considering that she has such a unstable family and such like a chaotic environment, like she could be a lot worse. You know, their segments remind me of Love After Lockup. Like the kind of like tense feeling I get when they come on is like I'm watching a Love After Lockup. It is really tense when they come on. How about um, uh-huh. Sean's studio? I want to know how much money was spent on that. Yeah, I was like, this is so stupid. That looked like <laughs> oh, expensive equipment. Yeah, I, okay, but I hate Sean. So oh, like he's I'm never going to say a good thing about this man and I'm just going to like tell him he's an idiot for buying that equipment. <laughs> okay. My favorite thing is Jade starts the episode by being like my business is really picking up. I'm like that's great and she goes and Sean is tired of being a stay-at-home dad. I'm like so why doesn't Sean get a job? Like go yeah, exactly. Go work <laughs> somewhere. Like what? <laughs> he's a stay-at-home dad because he doesn't have a job. Now like with Barr, teen mom is his job. They even talk about Sean. I thought that was interesting. 
you know, they talk a lot. They, since they've broken the fourth wall, they obviously talk about being on the show. They almost never talk about like making money for being on the show. That's something that they don't really talk about in the fourth wall breaking. So I was pretty surprised to hear her be like, you're fine cashing the checks. Like that they usually don't talk about money like that as far as getting paid for it by MTV. But, um, like I get that Sean's job is being on Teen Mom too. I fucking hate people that like, you know, they watch Vanderpump Rules and they're like, "How do those waiters afford million dollar homes?" I'm like, because they're TV they're on stars. Like, yeah, like Get real. They, this happens on Reddit all the time. How does Kale afford to build that house? I'm like, she's the star of the television show that you've been watching for 12 years that you're not right. posting on a forum specifically about. That's how she she's affords famous. it. <laughs> Literally, she's a famous person. So I'm not saying like, why doesn't Sean have a job? As far as like that, he's not making any money. Like, it's not about money for me. It's about the fact that Sean doesn't do anything in their family. It seems like he, it's like Sean's tired of being a stay at home dad. It's like, okay, so all he needs to do is go get a a job and work a job. Yeah, we don't need to build him this like wonderful recording (laughs) studio thing and then like make him a business. No, no, we need to like just go get a job a couple days a week so you get out of the house. How about them saying, she even says she goes Sean's starting to make a little money on it or he says that and I'm like tell me how tell me yeah I want to know like is he in the green on this business like what's no there's I bet there's like ten thousand dollars worth of stuff in that studio oh for sure and like like, how long is he gonna be interested in doing this (laughs) it would make more sense for him he really likes the video game what he should do is like stream on twitch or something like try and be a streamer like that would make more sense than a musician. He, I just, when he said that, or they implied that he's made some money on this, it's like, if he's not doing gigs, which I think they, at one point, Jade has announced like a hundred million businesses that she's doing. I think at one point they were offering like DJ, like he was going to be a DJ for events, which is a good, like that could be a good okay. gig for him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and yeah, you would make money that way, but just like, office songs that you have on SoundCloud like I'm not sure how you're making money (laughs) right he's not playing gigs you know what I mean like I don't know how an independent artist that doesn't have a lot of streams makes money unless they're playing a show he's no James Kennedy he's no James (laughs) Kennedy (laughs) oh god it's just so even at the beginning of this episode, like Chloe starts to like hit the keyboard and he's like, get out of here. I'm like, I know. Like, so don't I let her in the it. studio. Keep the door. Like every bad thing that Chloe does to me feels like she, that there's a way to prevent her from doing that before it happens. Almost. Oh, I feel okay. They're kind of lazy. They're very lazy when it comes like, to parenting. Whenever I see them on the show, they're just sitting in those chairs. Yeah. yeah yeah and you can't do that like you have to be like running around with your child yeah I think a big part of the problem is that they truly do not have like a parenting model we don't know anything about Sean's childhood um but he doesn't mm-hmm. talk about his parents so I'm guessing they're probably not that close we know Jade's parents are a fucking nightmare um I think yeah. that like I well one I think Jade should go to therapy. Sean should go to therapy. Then they should go to therapy together and they should go to parenting classes. Like, yeah, I I think that that would be better. (laughs) I think they should really do those things. I also think that Jade would really benefit from like 
finding an older woman that like had maybe a hard childhood and like learned how to parent to like mentor Mm -hmm. her in a way I know mentor seems like a little serious of a word in this situation but like somebody older who has raised children that like Jade can go to for help like I think genuinely Jade doesn't have a lot of people to call to be like I don't know what to do with her right now and so she just like reacts instead of trying to like fix the problem and I I think that's because of her childhood and her dysfunction and she has an anxiety disorder. And I just think she's like, doesn't, I think they don't know how to parent Chloe. And so they make everything harder and worse for themselves. And then they get more and more worked up. We see it all the time when they were moving. It's like Chloe was running around and they were screaming. It's like, cause she's three, get her babysitter the day that you're moving. The fact yeah. that they brought her to Florida when Jay got her surgery, like, it's just so they're always setting Chloe up for failure and then they're setting mm-hmm. themselves up for failure. No, I agree. I feel like they aren't doing anything to help her at all. Yeah. I like, does she go to daycare? Occasionally. Jade said she's like, okay. well, she goes to get daycare sometimes. It's like put her in daycare every day. Yeah. Like she needs to go like run it out. If you're not going to help her, like, play she needs people to play with (laughs) yeah I did love when Sean was talking to the producer about (laughs) making music and he goes it's just amazing like the song (laughs) it'll be here like that's your legacy when you die like that song that you made I was like what the fuck and then I was thinking that this podcast is my legacy (laughs) it is your legacy definitely I do do think because I'm very (laughs) fucked up in the head I think a lot like if I die that it's interesting that I have all like Oh my God. That people if that you are- died. Yeah. But then you could just listen to my podcast over and over again. There's a lot of content. I would cry and listen to your podcast every day. And I would still Snapchat you every single day. It would be very devastating. Well, I don't plan to die, but if I do, it'd be cool that you could listen to my podcast. <laughs> okay. So like I'm shitty on Sean, but like I have had a similar thought, except I don't call it my legacy. I just think it's like- <laughs> interesting to think about that um yeah because I think about that would be super lot. weird it'd be very that would be weird. so weird don't yeah. die please I, I'm trying not to he's just so <laughs> he's so unappealing he's unattractive he's not nice there's nothing likable about Sean okay and next week's little preview did you see that no because I always by the time that I'm done taking notes like by the time the music starts I'm like done click off (laughs) can I tell you what happened yes of course (laughs) so and Jade figures out that Sean's on a dating app oh right he got caught on tinder Uh uh-huh which like how fucking like there's okay you know what (laughs) enrages me about somebody like Sean is that he is well yeah you're famous dum-dum like someone's gonna show it to Jade but Sean is such a loser he's such a bum I'm not saying Jade is a prize in any way, but Jade supports his bum ass doing a lot of stuff. She got him on the show. She keeps him on this show. She lets him live in her house. She buys all his stuff. I'm assuming like all that studio need him that no, that studio was bought by Jade. And so the idea that he would cheat on Jade is enraging. Um, what was I going to say? Hold on. No, I agree. But also, Oh, here it is. Um, Jade's also a hairdresser in that town. <laughs> you think she won't find out about everything you do? Like, get real. <laughs> if, 
Jade truly does not need him. You're so right. I, it's just sad. I think that Jade is so desperate to be loved. And I think it's like, Mm -hmm. I think that, I mean, we know what happens. We see it on the show. She gets really mad at Sean. She kicks him out. And then she like gets bored and lonely and kind of forgets why she's mad at Sean and Sean starts showing up every day. And then all of a sudden he's living there without her even realizing it. And now like they're back together and engaged. Like it's that cycle that they're in. And it's just like, Jade, you do not need this bum. Like you should have never gotten pregnant with him and you do not need to be with him all these years later. You are, they're so miserable. That's why they're hard to watch because they're so unhappy. I can't stand it. Like I, I just want her to get rid of him so bad. I cannot believe they're still together. Like when I started watching the show again, I I was like, they're still together. It's, are you kidding me? It's insane. It's nuts. And I think that she feels, um, my guess would be that she really is in the position of like desperately wanting a family for herself and for Chloe. I think that she is, well, also she's talked about the fact that, um, I guess her biological father uh, killed himself after he was like kicked out of their house or something. Like, okay. Basically like she has, essentially said that like she's scared that Sean's gonna die if he kicks like she kicks him out like it's that type of fear but like go to therapy (laughs) well Jade desperately needs to go to therapy it's hard because Jade yeah much like Kale I think has a lot of potential I think Jade is a hard worker I think that she she wants to be better I think that she's like very like a hard person to emotionally get close to because I think she's so closed off but like, I do think that Jade, if she wanted to be, could be significantly better. I think she has just set her life up in a way that she it's she's too tired to even try and get better. Mm-hmm. And it's because she's raising Chloe, taking care of her parents, taking care of Sean. Like she, Jade is definitely one of those people who I can't really be friends with because it's the type of person who makes their life harder every single day but then all they do is complain about how hard their life is and it's like the main reason your life is so hard is because of the decisions you're making I know that's what I was thinking I was like she just needs to take some things off her plate and she'd be so much happier yeah exactly I I don't know I think that she is very much I think she has no self-confidence is a big thing with Jade too I think that Jade really has no self-esteem um if you look at jade's instagram like you'll be like who is this like she does not look like her pictures she like blurs out her face essentially (laughs) oh really the blur tool is so strong that like you you truly cannot tell what she looks like or who she is when you look at her instagram i find people's instagram so interesting (laughs) i call it um the the girl with no face filter where like Uh the blur is so bad that they essentially look like they do not have a face somebody i can't remember who it was but somebody the other recently that i know like in real life post oh posted these pictures that truly she has no face in them and she's pretty like 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 two pictures later she posted a normal picture of herself and I was like you look great here you look insane like I guess I don't understand do they not see how insane they look when they used to look at the filtered picture I don't think so because I know a girl just like what you're talking about and she's gorgeous and her Instagram looks insane and I'm like you're hot like you don't have to do all it it it, (laughs) 
like what it does it's like erases their nose yeah <laughs> like, uh-huh. and it's like you have a great nose just lean in you look like a weird like cgi cartoon character almost like you know what they just need those hot girl filters literally chat that fixes it right just, up. just use one of the more lifelike filters that's exactly i it. forgot use- about those until the other day and then i was like oh wait <laughs> <laughs> this makes my nose slimmer my chin more defined yeah right. get yeah. one of those and you're good <laughs> exactly oh jade is like the queen of that i think jade has very, very little self-confidence. I think Jade really hates herself in a lot of ways. And so I kind of think that she is one of those people that is like, well, this is what I deserve. Like this is the life that I deserve. And it's sad and it's tough, but I think that she is a person that I don't really see Jade making any big life change. She's so young. I don't want to say that for her. She's like 25. Like fuck me if I'm like writing her off forever. I hate that. I think that's such bullshit when people are like, people can never change. You have to have everything figured out by the time you're like 23. Like I really don't believe that. I think people can change forever. (laughs) Like people in their forties can start going to therapy and make huge life changes. So I don't want to say forever. I just think that Jade is so hard headed in a Mm -hmm. way that's only hurting herself. Well, and her daughter, but for the most part, like she's just hurting herself. I really think that like she's been given a great opportunity with like money and she yeah. needs to she really I, does need I, to take this and change her life. I mean life changing. Like it would be life changing for yeah. most of us to get like a teen mom salary and an Instagram salary, please. Yeah. But like she and she always was going to be in a pre-teen mom world. Jade would have always been okay, I think, because she's a really hard mm-hmm. worker, right? Like, but she would have been working two jobs. Like, Jade was yeah. always going to be a person that kept her head above water, but it would be really hard to do. And so the fact that she has, like, been giving this opportunity to make all this money and, like, I think it's great that she's doing hair. Like, it's so mm-hmm. nice to see yeah. that. It's so nice to see someone on Team mom who not just, like, got like got an education, but now is actually working in that field. Like that is smart. Doing hair is smart because people, it's much like real estate, right? Like people Mm -hmm. will seek out your services because they want to meet Jade from Teen Mom. But like, who cares if that's the reason they're coming to you? They're paying for it. Right. And she could charge a lot and she could only like work two days a week. Yeah. Like I think that hair is a really good idea for her and it's nice to see that she as far as I can tell she like really is doing that and working and I think that it also is really good for her as far as like still being able to be a reality television star I think it's I think that we forget like how hard it would be to work a nine to five and shoot this show but she can like take time off when she needs to she can still travel she can do what she has to do and being her own boss and I do think that like I'm really glad to see her be doing something productive and I, I I the thing that sucks is like I know she's spending like every cent she makes yeah but like <laughs> she's on the show it will be okay yeah I really so maybe get a savings account but yeah when they um at the end of this episode Sean and Jade are now doing this thing where anytime they fight they like make the cameras leave which is no good not into it and jade mm-hmm. is like this is she goes you know every fucking time they come here we're just fighting i'm like i think that means that you're always fighting yeah i don't think they're never not fighting <laughs> like, i don't think that mtv is like just happening to capture like all of your worst moments imagine how bad they are without the cameras there oh 
I bet, yeah. I bet the Jade, cop should probably bet, be called. I was, I don't know if it, I bet Jade hits him. Yeah, I think so too. But like <laughs> she gets angry. Uh huh. Oh. And also, like he has once he like broke her window, like from the outside, oh. he like punched in her window. Like they physically. I don't know if he hits her necessarily although I personally think that like physically breaking items is domestic violence like I think that if somebody is breaking something in a way to make like as a means to make you scared like that's domestic violence and I know that we're not taught to think that way but like if someone smashes your phone that is domestic violence if somebody punches a hole through the wall because yeah that's what I was just about to say (laughs) and like basically one it's it's scary because I being with someone who like punches holes through the wall because they cannot contain their anger is very scary. Um, Mm -hmm. And two, oftentimes that's happening as a way to show you like, well, I look at how hard I can hit, you know, like it's a means to scare people. I think that unfortunately, like we don't teach people that domestic violence is a lot more than just hitting people. And we don't do a good job of like explaining, like actually your partner breaking your phone is really bad. And like, you shouldn't be with somebody who does that because that's really, it's violent. I think that we think of violence as only like somebody hitting somebody else. And there's a Mm -hmm. lot of ways to be violent and intimidating towards a partner that are not hitting. And even like getting in someone's face and like being close enough that you're screaming in their face, in my opinion, is like a very bad sign in a relationship like it's not that people shouldn't yell or fight because people yell and fight but there should never be like intimidation I guess is what I'm trying to say yeah and I think that that. that's very like I bet Sean punches holes through the wall all of the time oh I bet she I bet he gets in her face and screams at her and she pushes him like I don't think they're brawling you know what I mean like I don't think the two of them are like punching each other Jade might punch him sometimes, but I don't think they're like really fighting all of the time like that. Mm -hmm. But I do think that they have pretty violent, like, I mean, they're volatile people. And Sean has like physically fought her stepdad at least twice. So we know that he is like willing to physically fight. (laughs) Well, I also like, I know I have like unpopular opinions on some of these things, but like, I think if somebody's screaming in your face, you can punch them. (laughs) Well, I think that if you get in someone's face and you start screaming that you need to be prepared for a reaction. Yes, exactly. Like, I don't <laughs> think it's ever appropriate to hit. Well, that's not true. There are times that you have to like do self-defense, but I think that it is natural for a person's uh, need to defend themselves to flare up. If somebody is an inch away from their face screaming at you. Yeah. Like it, it talk shit get hit type of thing you know it's like Mm -hmm. yeah you you have to be prepared like I'm not saying that that's good or okay but like you can't get into someone's personal space like that and scream and scream and scream and expect them not to do anything kind of like on the Real Housewives of Atlanta when um when Kenya and Portia got into that fight and Portia Mm -hmm. like went after Kenya and it's like yeah she shouldn't have done that but like Kenya was like waving shit in her face and it's like well yeah don't get in someone's face like that if you like it's not condoning the violence but no don't put yourself in a situation where someone feels like they need to defend themselves from you mm-hmm. I do agree with that it's yeah. just it's so yeah there's just a line there's a line don't... exactly mm-hmm. and 
Shane, Shane, Shane and John, yeah, Sean and Jade are their names. And just the fact that they're always telling the cameras to turn off. They're always so so violent. They choose violence every time. (laughs) Sean is like, you're the one that signed us up for this shit. And as I said, Jade goes, and you have no problems cashing the check. And I was like, yes, Jade. I know. I was so proud of her. She doesn't need him. Like, Jade, you don't need him. Go live your life. Make your money. Get rid of that loser. He's just bringing her down. Like, she's famous in a not huge, like in a a mid-sized Midwestern city. Like, there's someone for her to date. (laughs) Where does she live? In Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's right. And you're a Midwest girl. I'm a Midwest girl. Girl, go get that. You're famous in the Midwest. (laughs) There, there is a guy out there that is marginally better than Sean that like can bum around her. And that's at least nice to her. Uh Some (laughs) some dude would love that. Like there are so many guys in her area, I bet that could be as bummy as Sean, but at least be nice and like want to take care of Chloe. (laughs) She could like get on a dating app. He doesn't like, he's such a loser. He doesn't need to be on a dating app. Like she's the one who should be cheating on her and him. You know what I mean? Well, and that's always how it goes, right? Like that's why these relationships are so, like a big part of why they're so toxic is that like I, and I say this as somebody who was like in Jade's position a lot where you get cheated on those relationships because like why wouldn't he he cheat on you? Like he knows that you let him treat him let him treat you any way you want. You always take him back. You still support him totally financially. You let him live in your house. So like, why mm-hmm. wouldn't he cheat on you? Why wouldn't he? Oh, you guys, won't. You won't cheat yeah. because you're like sick in the head that you're supporting this person. I'm speaking about me in this instance. Although I would cheat No, sometimes. I've been there too. I did you cheat a lot actually. Um, I used to cheat on my ex-boyfriend when he would do something bad. Like I felt like my oh. only, I would like go out and cheat on him. And I like was thinking about this recently and like kind of laughed because I was like, he didn't care. (laughs) Yeah. Like I was like, I'm really getting one. I think for me, it was like, this is sad, but like, I think my, the, I felt like the only thing I had control over was like being able to go hook up with guys. Like he could not control that. So Mm -hmm. I felt like I could like get at him by doing that. But then looking back on it, I'm like, he didn't love me. He didn't care if I cheated on him. (laughs) See, I was such a loser. I was just the one getting cheated on. And yeah, so I would get cheated on, but then I would also cheat back. So that was I healthy. I love that for you. <laughs> that was really healthy. It's like, it's almost sad to think that like, I was like, I'm getting revenge. And I know he was like, I don't give a fuck about you. Like, yeah. do you have money for me? <laughs> like, but like, that's, <laughs> these guys, it's like, and girls too, right? Like if you're in a relationship with someone and you fully support them and they do whatever they want and you take them back every time, it's like, why wouldn't they cheat? What, yeah. why would they say, why would they say faithful to you when they're not nice to you in any other way? And you're still supporting their asses. But sometimes those people get too comfortable and then the girl does get some kind of self-esteem eventually. Well, hopefully, let's hope that's what happens. <laughs> that's By the way, I'm not, <laughs> I hope I'm not coming across saying that like Jade deserves to be treated on because she lets Sean cheat her treat her that way that's not what I'm saying I think that it's fucking gross for Sean to do that what I'm saying is like in his head why he has no incentive to stay faithful because he knows he can do whatever the fuck he wants and Jade will always let him come home Mm -hmm. until one day she won't 
And we're hoping that happens. Uh, we're hoping it happens before she turns 35. Yeah. <laughs> Just for her sake. I mean, I, at least I will say. And let's you know, when you turn 30, true. like, I feel like she'll, she'll get it. She yeah. Will. Let's just hope that she, like, she hasn't gotten pregnant again. And I will oh. say that's quite commendable. I think, yeah. I hope she has like an IUD or something. And just as long, like, <laughs> I'm not saying they should stay together, but like, Jade, as long as you don't get pregnant by him again, like, then things are at least salvageable. Like, do not get pregnant by him again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it that would, be would be so much harder to break away from him. Your life will be so much harder. Just don't get pregnant by him. They should not have another kid together. No, poor Chloe. Oh, I know. I, saw, I want the best for her. I saw someone on Reddit be like, maybe Chloe needs to go to like play therapy. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with Chloe. She's a yeah, three she's year old. Like, children are crazy. Yeah, three year olds are crazy. She wasn't being that bad. She was like fucking around with the dog, which, like, yeah, of course, you should stop your kid from doing that. But, like, yeah, but that's what kids do, by the way. That dog is so cute. Did you notice mm-hmm. that? Yeah, I, you know, I always notice the dog. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Hudson is eight months old and he tries to mess with Edith all the time. And, like, that's just life. Yeah, like you stop Babies her, like of course. Dogs. Like, like <laughs> of course they should stop her, but they are acting like Chloe is like trying to hurt the dog on purpose or something. Like, I don't. I think, think they that's... called her a demon child. They did multiple times. Say? They said she's not a demon child. I, it's well, and also it's like, look, I know that this is so much easier said than done, but like you have to be careful with the way that you talk about your kids like that because then yeah. you're like projecting that behavior onto them, and they internalize it and then output that behavior it's why we encourage people not to call kids bad right like right. We say you're behaving yes. badly you're not bad and the reason for that is because we don't want kids to internalize that and I also think like if you're constantly saying that your child is a demon child your child is out of control your child is bad then you're not going to treat them well because like you it's like manifesting it mm-hmm. no I agree and then I think it gives them like low self-confidence yeah, it does. They always are like talking about how they hate how they look like such bad parents and yeah. And but they uh, don't want to do anything to fix it. Uh, it's just so fucked up. Those <laughs> they're fucked up. They're and like Jade gets on Twitter and she's like, just remember you're only seeing a small part of our life. I'm like, okay, except you said on camera that every time MTV is here you act like this. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it scares me for them. I really just you know, let's just try to go to therapy, Jade. <laughs> Truly. Oh, Maria, thank you so much for You're talking so with welcome. me about this boring show. It's always so much easier to do feathers in my hair when I have a guest on, but it's hard for me to schedule guests. And so thank you for- <laughs> Well, you know what? I'm really flexible. <laughs> I know. So thank you for agreeing to come on on a Saturday at noon when I asked you last night- <laughs> you're welcome I loved it I was thrilled that you asked me so thank you for having me everybody go buy Maria's jewelry it's affordable she ships like right away it's so cute and you will love it I'm going to tag her stuff in um the Instagram posts go to feathers underscore pod I'll tag her Instagram you can go find it like I said anklets necklaces she made me these super cute earrings you're into like crystals and Everybody will like it. Like, I think, I think if you listen to this, you'll like it. It's all yeah. very cute. And I'm going to have like 
So I ordered like a bunch of pumpkin charms and I'm going to have like these cute fall earrings. Right. I cannot wait for fall for all. I'll send you a pair. Maria's already living in fall, but I'm telling her that she has to wait. (laughs) (laughs) No, I live in fall in July. It's fine. (laughs) Maria, thank you so much. I love you. You're welcome. I love you too. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Solid Listen Network. Find me on Instagram at feathers underscore pod.